0: Hello everybody, welcome back to the Off The Woodwork Podcast, I'm Matt Perry, I'm joined by Stephen Hall and Anthony Mild. Uh It's been a pretty busy week yep. in terms of the Premier League, hasn't it lads? That's
1: one way of putting it, yeah.
0: Has it been a busy week for you guys? Everything alright? Anybody having any fun?
1: Yeah, it's been a good week so far, busy week, but nice. Down in Liverpool? Yeah, yeah, I've moved down, now. same with my uncle, all unpacked, and Now I just went for my, uh, get busy again.
0: Lovely. Um, So yeah, anyway, yeah. So in that case, um, we're going to talk about today the games from the last week in the Premier League. Uh, It's been pretty feisty. We've obviously had Everton and Westbrook start off with a 5-2. We had Leeds, Fulham, 4-3. United Palace, 3-1 to Palace, surprisingly. Spurs have kind of annihilated Southampton in the second half, especially 5-2. And then it all got topped off by Chelsea, Liverpool as well. And then obviously there's games tonight, which we've already done predictions for. talking about them then let's go into the uh, how the prediction scoring is going and how is it
1: okay so this week in fourth place Stephen you got four points fourth but they mean third no you have four points you're in third place
2: you said in fourth place no I didn't <laughs> I said have. I, I said you four <laughs> points I
1: never said any if place you... I said in last place I,
0: I, I, I heard fourth I was like let's well, then, then. go
1: Fine then, let's go again. Then I'll go again. For fuck's sake. <laughs> okay. And so, in third place, Stephen on four points. Matt, you are in second with six points. And thank you to Arsenal for winning two one. I am in um, first place with eight points. So, How does that affect off- the link time? So overall, for this month. Matt and Stephen, you are joint on nine points each, and I am out in front with 12.
0: i still but, say it's all to play for. I reckon yep, I could squeeze that back. Still close. I you can get back, back easily. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah but at round of fixtures, I reckon there's some, there's some ones that might be all right to call.
1: Yep. Mad week in the uh, Premier League, though, because a lot of these predictions for us, even when we got the right winner, we got the score lines horribly wrong. I'd be um, surprised
0: if anybody did well on Super 6 this week.
1: <laughs> yeah, but apparently there was a total of 39 goals over those eight games.
0: Yeah, so it's been a busy week in the Premier League. It's also been a busy week for transfers as well, uh, which kind of came yes. out of nowhere. Uh, but we'll get onto that a bit later. But first, let's start then, shall we, with Everton versus West Brom, which was a 5-2 thriller. oxlade chablin got sent off. And <laughs> oh, okay. oh i just got the joke oh you just, you oh. just fell right into that didn't you <laughs> um so let's talk about the man well, okay let's talk about everton um so for those who do fantasy premier league i am the absolute genius who decided to put dominic cavalier as my captain this week to get double points <laughs> uh did you watch the game guys
1: yes i did i i missed the first half but i caught the second
0: yeah, um, it was pretty eventful, um, pretty free-for-all at one stage. But I think that red card really just kind of boosted Everton, didn't it, in the end?
2: We all agree it was a red card? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah it was a red card. was no, completely
2: unprovoked. So you can't just go around pushing people in the face.
0: Yeah. Not be having any of that. Especially with VAR nowadays, you're never going to get yeah. away with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was quite a few calls on like that. Um, I was saying, I think Calvert-Lewin probably eventually going to kick Abraham out of the England squad. What do you reckon?
2: He's making a very strong case at the moment. Um, It just depends if Gareth Southgate sort of wants to play his style of play because he's a target man. He's not really a good dribbler. He's not really like that. So it depends if Gareth Southgate wants to play that sort of target man style of play. But personally, I mean, if he's in good form, why not give it a go? Yeah.
0: Um, it seems like James Rodriguez is currently uh, sort of loving life down in Everton. I don't know if you guys saw that video of him getting a, the Echo Falls ball handed to him in the
1: car. Yeah, just handed it off immediately. Yeah. Um, to, was in the car. No, but he had a great game. Um, I think it was the fourth goal. Mm. Uh, yeah, Cavill second, where he had played the lovely ball over the top to Carlton, who then just tapped mm. it across goal. And I thought that was just a wonderful pass. I think he's really adjusted well. The Everton team is, as a whole is looking, really right, looking really good right now. Um, yeah. yeah, I think they've been one of the teams that have been more in form uh, this season so far. Good win against Tottenham. then a pretty strong win against West Brom. Yeah, their midfield is just looking completely re, uh, revitalised.
0: Yeah. Uh, are we still thinking the same for West Brom at the moment? Do you still think they're uh, pretty yeah. much just certain to go down?
2: they're poo. They're just not very good. I mean, sorry West Brom. Like You're good for the Championship, but Premier League is a whole different level and you're just not good enough, I'm afraid. That Keep in-depth
1: analysis. That in-depth analysis. Very in-depth. They're poo. They're poo. <laughs> Give me a Drop Sky Sport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Brom, I still have to go down, but I will say they look to have a bit more fight in them this week. They yeah, started off against yeah. Everton. You know, they scored first. Well, they hit the head. post. A lovely free yeah. kit from Pereira as well, exactly.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah, and it good go from the D- Ignara, D- D- isn't it? Is D- 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah,
1: they'll go down swinging if they when um this season, yeah. I think they're not going to go down quietly.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, uh i tell you what, they're moving on. I mean, I'll only touch on this sh- shortly, but um, the teams who have been promoted they are kind of conceding a lot of goals at the moment, aren't they? Leeds, Fulham, 4 3. That's another yeah. big scoring game for Leeds.
1: <laughs> Scored um, seven, conceded seven in two games. Yes, yeah, not mad, a great yeah. start, you want, is it? Nah.
0: Um, I, I'm sure they'll find their feet eventually. I, I still think Leeds are going to have a fairly decent season. Fulham, I can't see it as well again. Um, yeah, but once but, again,
1: yeah, they put up a fight. you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, they put up a fight. That's true. Uh, well, Fulham's dead games against Villa, isn't it? So, I mean, if, if if they want any chance for staying in the Premier League, Villa's a must-win at home, isn't it?
2: Yeah, like quite a Fiesta that game. Yeah, I mean, I we haven't
0: seen
1: Philly yet. We haven't seen Philly yet. They're uh, playing their true. first game tonight. Uh, yes, against
0: Sheffield.
1: Is it yep. Sheffield? Yes. So
0: yeah, Who, yeah. So that could be interesting. Um, moving on then, uh, probably the most shocking result of the weekend, and a really good start for Crystal Palace. <laughs> they beat yep. Man United away three one points. Yeah, which means they they are, for three years, I think, unbeaten at Old Trafford now. That's a pretty good record to have, isn't it?
1: Especially at a really tough uh, tough ground like Old Trafford. Yeah, I mean,
0: Zaha started the season on fire, hasn't he? I don't know if he's trying to make a statement to try and get signed by someone.
1: (laughs) United looked lethargic. They didn't look really... that United we'd seen in the last few months. They didn't look great. But obviously, there's also a lot of controversy around this game particular with regards to the second goal yeah um, uh, absolute
2: joke yeah uh, absolute
0: no, i know i agree um it was, it was it was pretty uh i mean i loved it don't go wrong i loved it <laughs> but it was uh it was an absolute joke because um it was firstly it was never a penalty like this yeah. new hand. if this new hand ball rule is just so did really even hit his
2: uh, hand it sort of just hit like like yeah it, it, it does it, do,
1: it, it does clip his hand like Literally going up, yeah, but it's but, um, blank range. No, no, no. Yeah. Boys, I don't think it was a penalty. I understand yeah. under the new rules why it was retaken because the yeah. hit. Ge- I think it's unfair, but I understand under the new rules the hairs off the line, retake yeah. the penalty. But yeah, it's, it should have oh, been a penalty in the first place. The biggest complaint um, is the fact that it's a penal, is the penalty. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, so yeah, no, I mean yeah, obviously it shouldn't have been a pen. I think ninety-five percent of people are in 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 favour of that. Uh, but at the same time, United didn't deserve to win the game, did they? Palace were a better yeah,
1: team. They, United need to figure out what's going on. I don't understand how United, knowing where they need to improve, and they don't need to improve with Sancho. They don't need another attacker. They've only brought in one player in a position they've already got some good players in. Yeah,
0: but well, if, um, I've heard... In
1: defenders. Mm.
0: Well, I've heard they're apparently close to signing Alex Tellez is the rumour, so that would be a left-back sorted.
1: That, that's a good, he's a good left-back, yeah, if they get him. But we've been yeah. hearing for the last five months they're close to signing Sancho, so I'll kind of believe it once yeah. he's in a United kit. But you know centre-back, Lindelof's not good enough.
0: No, Lindelof's not good enough. I, if, you, if you're going to consist on playing Maguire at centre-back, which 80 million they kind of have to, you need someone fast, fast next to him, don't you, really?
1: Yeah, and that's the problem. United have not been addressing their problem areas. You know, yeah. Donny Van der Beek's a great player. He is, but he's not the kind of player United needed. They needed yeah. more defensive cover.
2: Just the thing because... is, like, who the hell wants to play for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer when you've got Ancelotti, Mourinho, Guardiola, Klopp, all these managers, and then why would yeah, you? Yeah, but it's still it's, still
1: it's still Manchester United. You know, what I mean, no how poor they become, like performance wise or who's in charge yeah. it's still Manchester United you know yeah. they've, they've got drawing power same with Barcelona despite the fact they're probably going to go for a per time will still be able to attract a lot of yeah. players just on their name alone
0: I, f- but- I think a problem with United is I just think they're a team of individuals they just they don't mm. seem like a strong team to me if you know what I mean I think there's a lot of personalities in the team and the players like Pogba yeah. is you can the back say that's, that's
2: down to the coaching then that's down to the management team that That's sure They'll yeah. get
1: the best out of their players What yeah. I will say is they, they start to look more like a team at the second half of last season and especially after the restart they looked yeah. like on the same page Pogba and Fernandes were clicking Rashford was looking great um, mm. and they've come back and they don't look that way they just don't they didn't look like they wanted to play so hopefully that's a problem that gets sorted quickly especially yeah. if you're a United fan but I don't know, yeah. maybe it was like 4D chess from Ollie. Like, if we play badly, they'll have to go get us new defenders. You know, 4D chess. I don't,
0: and I, I, I don't know if anybody goes in with that mindset. <laughs> well,
2: Tottenham lost their first uh, game and now they've got Bale and Reguilon, So
0: Yeah, yeah they've they played and they still absolutely tore Saints apart. And let's move on to that now. Um, I actually thought, from what I'd seen, I only saw a bit of the first half. I saw all of the second half. I actually thought Southampton looked pretty good up until a certain point where their their, their defense just seemed to absolutely crumble.
1: Yeah, I mean, Southampton have um they should have won last week admittedly. Um, on paper, they were the better team against Palace and they were at home. This week against Tottenham, Tottenham that were coming out to make a statement they kind of had to after losing to Everton. Southampton have been dealt kind of a tougher starting fixture list as opposed to some others. Yeah. But you know, five two does not look good. To anyone, no matter what team you are, and Son, and
0: yeah, he's, he's got to on be fire.
1: one of the most important players for Tottenham. Like, I'm every season, I'm amazed no one at least tries to lure him away. He, he, like, he's such a talented player.
0: Yeah, and he showed I it suppose, again. I mean, who 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 would come in for some Real Madrid, Buying. someone like that?
1: Buying there's, there's, that? Oh, that I, I think I think there's plenty of teams that would want him. I just yeah. don't know where to Oh no, I'd agree. Money. I think. Yeah.
0: How much I, is he worth in today's market? Probably 80,
1: 90 mil. I don't know, because it depends what you mean. Do you mean like after Neymar, or do you mean COVID? Because there's two different markets right now. Um,
0: <laughs> uh, let's say in general.
1: I'd say around 60, but if, you, if a Premier League team came in for him, they'd probably want around 90 because yeah. he's a direct competitor. And Tottenham are not going to want to sell him to anyone, let alone another team in the Premier League. And they've, yeah. they've got Son locked in for a few years, at least I believe. But when he's performing yeah. like that, why would you sell him? I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll
0: touch on Tottenham's transfer business in a minute, but do you think, um, in general, the new transfer business has that sort of kind of lit a fire under Tottenham's belly?
1: Potentially. Like I say, it's one game, but it was a good statement. We still have to see how Bale performs because, you know, yeah. Bale's there's two sides to Bale. There's doesn't do anything, like sits on the bench, goes to play golf, and then there's Gareth Bale, the Superstar So we don't know Which one yeah. we're going to get But Looking at him Looking at his interview Arriving He looks like he's happy And raring to get going
0: Yeah I mean you said uh, You like to see Son at Bayern Munich uh, To be fair I don't think Bayern Munich Really need him at the moment They're doing pretty well by themselves with Sane Nabry and Lewandowski yeah, so If they get <laughs> Sane, Sane I think he'll be Like a really good Backup option But
2: now they've got Sane mm-hmm. I don't really need him Yeah Big 8-0 win for Bayern This weekend
0: Yeah.
2: Um,
0: okay Um we'll move on then to the last game we'll look at in depth for now and that is okay this
1: might take a bit longer than the other ones
0: <laughs> this is Chelsea versus Liverpool Liverpool beat Chelsea 2-0 No one
1: um, has got this one right and I no. regret not backing my team
0: yeah well no the thing is I, I was completely backing Chelsea um, obviously when we did the podcast and then I saw our unavailable players list and that's when I started to crap well, myself a bit it was
1: even Monday for me because I'm um, I was going off how I thought Chelsea would play, and I'm not going to lie. You like Chelsea won against Brighton, but I wasn't blown the way away the it way a, I thought I would.
0: Yeah, it was a flattering result. It was a flattering result.
1: That's what I mean. Like it, it wasn't Chelsea played badly, but considering they had all these new names in the team, you know, mm. wasn't was impressed impressed. I thought. So suddenly I went, well, hang on. You know, admittedly, like you said, a lot of players are still out. But maybe maybe we'd been too quick to judge Liverpool. You know, Liverpool, when we were talking about it Monday, very different now. They've brought in some really good signings in the last couple of days. And their team's looking a lot stronger now. So, is there anything you want to say with regards to um, points in the game, Matt? Like, while we get into this?
0: Yeah, okay. Um, So, obviously, with Chelsea, it was um, probably the worst case scenario that we could gone into that game against Liverpool. Uh, we didn't have, well, okay, I, I say we didn't have, we, we we had players who would probably be starting eventually who weren't starting. So the likes of Chilwell, the likes of Ziyech, the likes of Thiago Silva, the likes mm-hmm. of Christian Pulisic. Um, at the same time, this is a brand new Chelsea side. Um, they're still, yeah, trying to work together. I, I'd like to think this might have been a different game if we were 10, 11, 12 games into the season and we've got our sort of team sorted. Yeah,
1: I, th- I think I think that's right. Um, um, I, I, maybe, think, I think you're right. It would be a different game. Uh,
0: maybe I got too ahead of myself with excitement when I thought Chelsea are going to have a like second runner-up season um, because it is going to take time. Like Pulisic didn't start playing at his best until about nine months in, and after he came back from an injury, um, so yeah. I can't see Havertz hitting the road incredibly fast. I think he'll get better gradually. I think once Chilwell comes into that left back slot because Alonso's not doing it. Uh, mm-hmm. And we get, uh, yeah, another centre-back in, uh, as in Thiago Silva um, It looks like Rubicon might be going now I mean, yeah, it's, it's going to be a uh, Chelsea are far from over in the transfer window tr- tr- I'll tell you that for free <laughs> uh, There's been a lot of rumours going around today I'll, I'll, I'll talk about them a bit later uh, But yeah, look, um, we were going in 0-0 at half-time Christensen got sent off with a red card It was a red card, definitely um, yeah. in
1: hindsight. It's a silly, silly challenge, you know. I get like it looks like he might have tripped, but if yeah. he has, yeah. Even even challenge. if he's
0: even if he's tripped, the fact that he's got his arms around like that means it's a red card. So yeah, yeah. Like,
2: he had to do it because what the fuck was Kepa doing? <laughs> like he, he was just running out, and then he's not confident enough to actually follow through with what he's doing. Yeah, and yeah. he's, just, he's going any faith in Kepa well. to just rugby tackle him to the ground. So he knows, like yeah, he but, knows I Kepa's mean, too shit to actually deal with that. So like, I feel, okay, I've, I've I, feel Kepa.
1: I feel for Kappa. Because... I
2: feel for Kappa because I do as well. I, I
0: wasn't even angry when I saw it. I, I could, I could go here and I could, could moan at Kappa all I want, but it's going to be like Groundhog Day. I've already said things about Kappa on here, <laughs> and I mean, that just, that just gave a perfect evidence for it. Yesterday, Kappa is, yeah. Just, yeah, you know, you know about you, so. Uh, but hopefully, we'll get Edouard Mendy in uh, sometime this week, and Caballero's going to play in the Cup game midweek. Yeah.
1: the second goal was insult to injury. Like, Kepa had already made a couple of mistakes, but, yeah. but the, like, he couldn't do anything about the first goal. You know, that was just a brilliantly worked play by Liverpool. The second think, goal, though.
0: I mean, what, 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 what do you think, Ed? Do you think um, if Christensen hadn't got sent off, uh, we, we would have stood a chance in the game?
1: Maybe it's tough to say because Chelsea's whole setup was to kind of sit back, absorb pressure, then try and hit them with Ferner's pace. And yeah. the few times he tried it in the first half, Fabinho actually won a lot of those duels when it was yeah. uh, Ferner against him, which I was actually really impressed. I was really impressed with Ferner. I've been back.
0: impressed with the first two games actually. I think Ferner. Yeah. Played quite oh well. no, he's I've good, been impressed good. with his play.
1: I think he needs yeah. to. He needs, he needs to start scoring. But you know, yeah. that's the the fact is that's. Um, I thought Fabinho I think, was great in defence yeah. against him, though. I will, like I say, I will get credit him there. Fabián was my man of the match. Oh yeah, me as well. I think though the first half it was very much a, even though they didn't have a lot of chances, Liverpool had was dominating the ball. It was very much a Liverpool like Chelsea are trying to not allow Liverpool to score and then try and hit them quickly without breaking like like their kind of formation too much. So I think I don't know how the game would go in the second half, but I think it would have been more of the same. It could have been a 1-0 to either team, but I would have said Liverpool looked the better team because yeah, like, Chelsea had come into the game. Chelsea come into the game with a, right, we're going to try and absorb and attack, absorb an attack. They weren't going out yeah. to play the way they usually play.
0: Yeah, we, we, we were given a bit too much respect in that first half. There was quite a lot yeah. of pressure. I, I like the false nine that Chelsea play. It, it doesn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the kind of centre-forward role. And then um, to be honest... To the midfield trio of Kovacic, Kante, and Jorginho, for me, it's, it's not, it hasn't been great in the past because just they, they take too long to get the balls forward into the likes of Werner and Havertz or whoever. Yeah.
1: yeah. I would um, like to apologise as well, though, Matt, because yeah. just before Jorginho took his penalty, I'd said, oh, he never misses, and Alisson, I don't think he saved a penalty in a Liverpool shirt. Yeah. I said it just before, and Alisson saved. Jorginho's penalty. So I apologise for jinxing your player.
2: Also, the, yeah, the thing is in that. that game, like Kante was like the one, only one who actually looked like he was bringing the ball forward. And that's not what Kante does. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's concerning if Kante is the main one bringing the ball forward. It should be Jorginho, um, Kovacic, Habert. Do you, do, it was yeah, like
0: Kante. that's an interesting point. Going back to the penalty, um, the problem is with Jorginho taking the penalties now. Keepers have sussed out his routine. <laughs> it's the same um,
1: routine he does yeah. the little harp to try and trick keepers into diving early I think, I think if Alisson you're, was I, ready for it yeah
0: it, going forward if you're Werner you have to be screaming to take that penalty I, uh, I think now going forward if Georginio yeah. is playing Werner's goal be front um, I'll tell you who Chelsea's best player was <laughs> our best player was Tamori when he came on I thought <laughs> I mm-hmm. thought he looked for a player who hasn't played since about February I thought he looked really good
1: yeah. well there was rumours him going out on Lunt to Everton weren't there um, yeah,
0: but um, it's it's all gone a bit cold because uh, a bit of unrest in the Chelsea camp regarding yeah. Rudiger.
1: Um, so, with yeah. regards to another uh, an, one of the other uh, halftime substitutes, what did we think of Thiago's first outing in a Liverpool shirt? Um, yeah, that was I. I tell you what, that was great of him. He actually
0: conceded the penalty just so he knew that Allison could save it in order to boost yeah. his confidence. So what a great yeah. player
1: he is. He <laughs> sees the game like no one else. To be honest, I he saw did have stat about him
0: it was about about the about the amount of pass that he did in the second half or something
1: yeah more passes in a in an individual half than anyone else in the okay. Premier League um apparently he had more passes in that one half than any individual Chelsea player had in the entire game as well, yeah, um there was a couple of like really lovely passes from him, a couple that if they'd worked out, would have been like you know hailed as genius, you know there like the one he there was one where he chipped it into the far post, yeah. and Wayne Alden was just shy of it. Yeah. And another one to Salah that Alonso just headed away in time. But it was a fair, I thought it was a very good showing. Like, obviously, he didn't, like, it was what, down to 10 men, half, like, you've got a half against a team that are already sitting back a bit. It was kind of a perfect opportunity yeah. for him to just kind of stretch his legs. But I'm excited to see what else he can bring. I think it's a wonderful signing.
2: Um, so I think he brings something different to the Liverpool team. I mean, Henderson, yeah, he's a decent passer, but I don't think Liverpool have had this sort of, person who can pass this well that was a Again, lovely um, xavi alonso at least yeah
0: it was a lovely it was a lovely pass from henderson
2: the assist um, to marnie yeah. that's what i'm saying henderson's was also a decent player passer player. but i mean come on yeah. compared to tiago yeah. tiago I mean, really I mean, is one what of did you players. make
0: of, what did you make of the game in general steven
2: um i thought liverpool deserved to win but i wouldn't be surprised if they didn't i think chelsea before the red card they didn't look great but i think on the counter, Werner did look dangerous. It's just that he didn't really have the end product. I don't know. And yeah, I just don't think the
0: midfield were getting balls through to him enough. That's what I think.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I think they just sort of lack confidence in themselves. Like, there's a lot of times where someone could have been thrown goal, but they said they'd turn back and then pass backwards. I think yeah. that happened a few times. I think maybe Chelsea just either they're not gelled completely yet or they just maybe lack some confidence in that game, giving them yeah. too much respect. I don't know. I
1: I, th- I think it was a thought of they had they were remembering who they were coming up against because even though Liverpool didn't play brilliantly in the first yeah. game of the season, we, we have to still remember this is a very good side who yeah. have had a very good track record of consistency. I just like, wish... You
0: know. I, I, I just I, I just wish Chelsea took the Leeds approach and just went all, all out all out on them. That's what I
1: didn't get because Leeds had shown yeah. that if you press, like one of the things he said was yeah. don't allow Allison time on the ball to look for a good pass. Like press the goalkeeper, you know, press the fullbacks, and Chelsea yeah. weren't doing that. Even though when Leeds had done it, it worked. Liverpool made silly mistakes, yeah. and yeah, and I think I think maybe it was just a difference in style. I think Chelsea were afraid if they did, they get hit even harder with
2: like passing like over the top Maybe. to sell Um Listen, Chelsea probably aren't very confident if the ball goes over the top and you know Firmino's one-on-one with Kepa you know I'm not sure Chelsea are too confident in that situation Hopefully or Salah that or, or Mane or whatever
0: Hopefully, that will change very soon when we get the Senegalese on in, in the net. Because
2: <laughs> the problem is with Keppa. I mean, sorry to dwell on I know we talked about him a lot, but it's not that he just doesn't have faith in himself. I think his teammates don't have faith in him, as I said, Christensen. Nah. He had to make that foul because he just didn't have faith in Keppa to yeah.
1: come out and sweep. It. I feel bad for him because you can see the lack of confidence in Keppa. Like you saw his reaction after that second goal. You even saw, if you watched in slow motion, Jorginho's reaction when Mani intercepts the pass. And it's. You just, yeah, I think Chelsea with a new keeper, is, I don't think they will be able to challenge for the title until they have a new keeper. Um, we'll have
0: one very soon.
1: <laughs> yeah, and hopefully it's a better investment than your last one.
0: Let's hope so. Um, on that note, shall we move on to a bit of transfer talk?
1: Yeah, um, well, we discuss reactions to some of the si- signings from the last week because yeah. a, lot, a, lot, a lot's happened in the last week. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's been a busy week for two teams in particular, um, yeah. Tottenham and Liverpool. Uh, so let's start with Tottenham. Keep on waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, so Tottenham have re-signed Gareth Bale, which um, yep, on loan. happened quite quickly. On loan from Real Madrid, um, apparently paying half his wages. <laughs> so, Still a lot of money. <laughs> so uh, they're, they're looking now to balance the books by trying to get rid of Valley as well. So it's been a pretty, uh, pretty, pretty busy week. What did you make of it? I, even though
2: Bale stole the headlines, I think Lawn is the better signing there, actually. <laughs> I think he's the more smart... Mm. Transfer last oh,
1: Wasn't he linked to United as well? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So but not, United didn't want to put the buyback clause. They
1: weren't happy with the buyback clause. Yeah.
0: And Chelsea before we signed Sherwell,
1: so yeah. But Bale's one of those ones that he's it's a great one for the fans. You know, he's a big name, he's a legend at the club, him coming back, it's you know, it's it's a great kind of sentimental signing. We don't know what Bale will be able to offer this team. Like he is he's still Gareth Bale, he's still a brilliant player, but he's not the same Gareth Bale that left.
2: I think it's more of a he's, PR signing
1: than an actual smart well, target. I just
0: transfer. it could potentially be an injury now.
1: So That's no. the problem as well. Like I say Bale, if 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 he's at his best, it's a wonderful signing. Yeah. But he's not been at his best consistently for such a long time. You know, he's been in games he's been at his best, but he's not been his best for like a season, a full season in ages. So we really don't know what we're gonna get. He looks excited to be there. He looks like he's hungry for it. And I think that's the best thing right now because as long as he can stay fit, if he's willing to put the work in, Tottenham's got a great player there, even if he is. And it's only a
2: loan, so if really it doesn't work out oh well. well, you pay. You Obviously, it's, a, it's an expensive flop, but you don't have to keep him for too long. So, yeah. I mean, it's low risk, really. Might as well have a punt and Yeah, see,
1: he, he is that kind of player that he can add something to their attack, which has been lacking. You know, and I suppose
0: if going forward, if you're Tottenham and you're playing the 4 2 three, 1, you can have a Kane up top, you can have Sun, uh, you can have Bale either side and then Mora maybe in the middle or someone else. Uh, where do you think it leaves Deli Alley?
1: On the bench. <laughs> do, do, you think he'll, do
0: you think he's going to leave?
1: I don't know. I don't know how much Tottenham want for him. I don't know who'd be interested in him. Deli Alley hasn't looked his best in years as well. No, he hasn't mm. looked
0: good for a couple of years. Um, yeah the the, room, the rumors were that um PSG might be in talks for him I don't know why Possibly. PSG would be in talks for him yeah, um, apparently they, they were trying to flog him to United as well but that don't look like it's happening well
1: United already got two attacking midfielders in the last nine months yeah exactly if that makes sense um so do you f- I
0: mean do you think they'll try and get rid of him to balance the books now they've got Bale I mean a I lot think they'll want to but I don't think
2: anybody will not permanently, at least. I don't think anybody will want to buy him permanently. Maybe a loan. I think maybe a loan yeah. to the Bundesliga could, could be good for him, actually. Yeah, it seems to be like the England rehab for, like, fading Premier League players or young players. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah, I think with uh, Dele Alli, it's more the price Tottenham would want for him. Rather, like, I, I don't think there's people that would be against signing him, but the valuation for what Tottenham expect to what other teams consider him, I think, is different. You know, because he's still quite young. You know, I just I don't get what's happened to him. Because you remember a few years ago, Deli Alley was one of Tottenham's best players. He was incredible, and the now spite he's of just, that? yeah. I don't know if he's just burned out too quickly or if he's lazy. You know, if you watch the um, All or Nothing documentary. Jose mm-hmm. Mourinho seems to really think he's lazy. Um, but <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think with Bale, like I say, Bale is one of those players who he has. He is a phenomenal player. So. You got, if you're getting that bail, he's an improvement on Deli Alley. But if you're getting a lazy, injury prone player, you're getting the same player just on a different kind of basis. It could raise
2: the morale of everyone else because, you know, you've got a champ- multiple Champions League winner on your team. I mean, who would have yeah. want to play with Gareth Bale? I mean, mm-hmm. it's a definitely yeah. a good uh, morale boost for like maybe the younger players. Exactly. There.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, moving on, in that note, um, so another team with a busy week is Anthony's very own Liverpool. Uh, You've got ah. to be moaned about Chelsea's uh, signings, and then he's gone and bought uh, Thiago and Jota. So, uh, how do you feel?
1: <laughs> His morning was about money spent. Do you know how much we're paying this season for those two players?
0: That's about sixty million, isn't it? No, together? not
1: this season. That not this season. We're paying nine no. million in total this season. We're uh, both value eight, both um, fees are spread out over their deals. Okay. So, there's a lot of people complaining about how Liverpool didn't go in for um, Ferner for 52 million, but we're happy to go in for Jota for 41, with potential to rise to 45. And right. that's the difference because it was a release clause. Ferner, we'd have to pay 52 million up front. And then, you know, agents' fees and all that. And whereas Jota, it's we're, we've agreed to pay, I think it's 4 million for now this year, and then pay the rest uh, over the next five years, which is his contract to Liverpool. Um Tiago.
2: up front. Yeah,
1: And Tiago 5 mess. million up front Because Michael well, Edwards is a, Ma- Michael Edwards is a gem of a man That's how we've done that, Stephen Because <laughs> um, yeah, it was um, Wolves said they'd take Either 35 million for Jota up front Or 41 to 45 Paid in installments So we went for the 41 to 45 in installments mm. Because COVID well, I'm interested it, just to hear What you think about Hoover Going the other way though it's disappointing, but you can't keep every young prospect at your club. You know, whoever develops into a great player at Wolves, that's great. I'm happy for him. But if you look at it uh, we've got yeah. Trent and then Nico Williams the second. And then we've got, you know, a few other players.
0: Alexa, stop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that Special guest from Alexa. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... I'm disappointed about Hoover going the other way, but you know, he's, he's third or fourth down the order. He's 18. If he gets more game time at Wolves to help a great player, that's better for football in general. Um, but I also think Jota is an excellent signing, like Thiago is Thiago, but
0: I think Diego Jota is a very smart signing, it's a very Liverpool signing. Um, mm-hmm. when, when Wolves played and they won the other day, um, Jota wasn't even starting, he was on the bench, so I think he was well, pretty. That-
1: yeah, that was why. Um, so apparently, he was traveling with the squad, and then like during the game, he left the stadium. So my yeah. guess is that's when things started to heat up because I hadn't heard anything about Jota, and then as soon as Thiago was announced, yeah. everywhere was breaking the Jota deal. Like, oh, yeah. Liverpool apparently close to San Diego Jota, or apparently he's here for a minute. And it was, um, yeah, next day signed. But I think the main seconds exactly. fiddle is calm. Well, yeah, because well, he's 23. He's, his stats like per game with Wolves were very similar to Mani at Southampton before he arrived yeah. to Liverpool. If you yeah. look at it this way as well, um, like, if Mani or Salah got injured for, let's say, long term, the next replacement is Shakiri, who, while not an awful player, he's very injury prone. You couldn't trust yeah. him to be a starter for four months while Salah's rehabilitating or Mani's rehabilitating. But Jota, who's played at a good, far level in Europe, uh, in the Europa League, who has been on a, one of the better sides in the Premier League. And I think Jota could probably start for most of the top teams. In... Yeah, no, I'd agree. Yep.
0: I'd
2: agree. The good thing is also he can play up front too, so he can give competition to Firmino there.
1: Yeah, so I think Liverpool's side. depth just looks stronger now with those two yeah. signings. You know, Jota yeah. to bring the forwards a bit more uh, power. Yeah. And Thiago now means you've got Wijnaldum off the bench, maybe or kite off the bench. and. Yeah, I think it's just an excellent I
0: mean, Tiago again. I mean, we, we we can talk about it all day. I mean, it's a very good signing for, for for the amount you're paying for him. Everybody hmm. would take him at the moment. I think he's probably the best central midfielder in the world on form, isn't he? The
1: only one that comes to mind who maybe rivals him is Tony Cruz, as in like central midfielder, not not attacking midfielders. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think Tiago is a gem. I think he's you know, um, I think I think he's really excited to be there. I think he brings something new to the team. And his English is already better than the England captain, so he's he give post-match interviews as well. It well, it
0: didn't. What didn't take much, did it? <laughs> <laughs> um, another uh, sign that's apparently being rumoured at the moment, and um, coming back to Wolves, is that they're apparently close to signing Nelson Samedo from Barcelona. Wow, it's not an awful sign. That's a fair that good would signing. that would be a very good signing, and it makes sense because he's Portuguese. <laughs> yeah, Um And that's a good replacement for Doherty, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, very it is. good
2: replacement.
1: Um, with regards to Mendy coming, Matt, Well, obviously we've talked with Kepa and Mendy, but when you know Chelsea needed a new keeper, Mendy, yeah. are you happy with that signing or do you? would you rather went for maybe um, a more high profile? Or No, no, no. Okay,
0: so so, so let's not beat the Bush. I don't know anything about Mendy, uh, besides the fact I know that he plays for Rennes. Rennes finished third in the French League last year, which is a pretty good achievement for them. Um, we need a new goalkeeper. This one, uh, Mendy's about 28, 27, I think. Um, and it's a short-term investment because Kepa's not good enough, and Lampard doesn't fancy him. The reason Mendy's come to Chelsea is because Petechek has recommended him. Um, I trust Petechek's judgement, so I'm yeah. happy. I'm happy about it. Um, yeah, I, I'll I th- take it any day of the week. I
1: think it's also a safer bet as well because you know you did the big money goalkeeper signing where um, you know like with Kepa. you know that was record fee yeah. that hasn't worked out. So you really don't want to kind of spend that money again on a goalkeeper. Uh, no. In case you get burnt again, so yeah. Well, how how do, much? We'll
2: say the, the uh, last season he was overperforming. So I mean, why not take a punt on someone who maybe isn't a big name, but they're overperforming what their potential is or their ability yeah. is? So why not? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Confident. why not um, yeah. yeah. I mean, th- th- there's a.
0: There's a few rumors coming out today about Chelsea. Um, I, I don't think our spending is done. I think we we might go in for an, a defensive midfielder or maybe even another centre back.
1: Yeah, I saw that. Apparently, Lampard wants a new um, defensive midfielder as well. Yeah. Um, um, the the rumors are at the moment that
0: we're in talks with Arsenal about a swap deal between two secret players who no one knows who is. The rumor is that we. Were, I don't believe this for a second. I just want to put that out there. The rumor is that we're after <laughs> Yeah. I don't believe it for a second. Um, I, I, don't probably.
2: We'll probably yeah, I don't know who. Probably more probably. Yeah, and Torreira want, haven't really. Well, I,
1: I wouldn't have want Torreira there. either. I wouldn't want either. Yeah, but, that's um, true. I think with Chelsea, I honestly think now it's just to get all your players training together once they're all fit. Get them all training together, like actually starting to work on like chemistry and put them, just get them like as a unit. Because once Chelsea are a unit that understand each other, they'll start doing better. But I think, yeah, you know, we. I think Lampard's got to be smart with his signings, smart with his team. Obviously, he's still got quite a few players starting that he doesn't really want around Marcus Alonso and um, Kepa. <laughs> but, um, uh, I think Chelsea, like I say, they've had a, done a lot of business this transfer window, but admittedly, it's like a few transfer window, windows rolled into one. Um, yeah. I think United and City should be worried though. I don't think either team has done enough. I don't think City yeah. have fixed their biggest problems. Everton needed to improve their midfield. They did. They've signed some great midfielders. Liverpool needed um, some backup for the attackers. Needed some more squad depth. They brought in three signings. Two very good. Chelsea needed to sign quite a few areas. They have done. And then you got to Manchester clubs, So to be honest, didn't need to do as much as some of their opponents did. Mm-hmm. But Man City needed a new centre-back. They needed a new left-back, right? Mendy, not cutting it realistically, consistently enough. Sinchenko is not a left-back. And centre-backs, they've brought in Nathan Aki, who's not a bad centre-back. He's good. But he's not... like I can't see him and Laporte working. They're both left-foot centre-backs. Both play the same side of defence. I think that City if they want to fix up their defence, especially because Otamendi's probably on his way out right now as well, and Stones can't go for a full season without being injured, they needed to bring in a top, top centre-back. And they've been linked to a few. And besides a bid being rejected for Jimenez, we've not really seen anything from them. Like, I don't, I can't... We, everyone's talking about City will bounce back because of Pep this, a Pep that. But City's main problem is the defence wasn't strong enough. It was giving up careless errors. Even when Laporte came back and they've not made the right signing, in my opinion, I don't know if you guys disagree or not, um, but that was my main fair point with Man City. I can't see them winning the title with their defence the way it is right now.
0: Yeah, I'd be interested to see where their lineup is tonight, to be fair. Um, I wouldn't yeah, be surprised to, to see them to bring in
2: a, to... another player or two. I mean, they've got the money, so I wouldn't be surprised yeah. at all. If they bring a in a star
1: centre-back, if they bring in a Koulibaly or a um, Diaz or something, I can see them at, like now being the favourites. But until then, it doesn't matter. Like, Aguero is going to be out for two months now as well. Yeah. They've announced he's out for two months. Jay me, is not good enough to lead the line. You know, Ferran Torres was a good bit of business as a replacement for Sani, but once again, hasn't played in the Premier League. We don't really know how he'll do. So, we're looking at once again a City team who you'd assume will do well because the way they play, you know, they've got Kevin De Bruyne, but they've lost David Silva. haven't really replaced him. I know Phil Foden's there, but it's David Silva, you know. If
0: I remember correctly, you two both put City to win tonight, didn't you? And I put City to draw with Wolves.
1: Um, I've got it here. Let me see. Yes, you had it 1 0. I have it 2 1 to City, and Stephen has it 2 0 to City. This was before okay. Guar was announced injured, though. <laughs>
2: Yeah, um, I don't know. I've, I, yeah, I, I, I Fancy a... with a 40 chess we've given... Uh... Oh, no, I gave you... Did you give me Aguero or did I give you Aguero in the fancy team?
1: Uh, you give me Aguero. 40 chest.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've, I've still got Kane and Engs, I think, though, as well, so I'm good. <laughs> and I've got Aubameyang and Salah. <laughs> I'm good.
0: Fair enough. On that point, is there any other transfers you want to talk about? Anything that's caught cool, your right this week, Anthony?
1: Once again, United need to make the right signings. Um, I, if I hear one more time about United or wanting Sancho, I'm going to scream because, firstly, I, they're not getting him. If they, would have got, if they were getting him, they would have gotten by now. Yeah, I agree. And he doesn't want to go there, quite clearly. Um, and he's not an area they need to improve on. Like, yeah, okay, he's an upgrade on Greenwood, but Greenwood didn't do badly last year. And with Fernandes mm-hmm. behind them, you've got more creative spark. Yeah. United's problem is defensively, they're not strong enough. Maguire and Lindelof aren't a strong enough pairing. I think Maguire with someone else is. I think, Luke Shaw is, per, I know you've mentioned Tellis coming in, if that's the case, fine. Mm. Um, I think, honestly, I'd start playing Henderson over De Gea, but that's maybe recency bias. 100%. I think
2: I think he's better than De Gea now, actually.
1: Yeah. So my my question is: Do you guys think United need are like looking in the wrong area with Sancho? Do you think that because yeah, I you know, know a few people that think if United don't bring in the right players, they're not making top four. Some people are saying Arsenal might.
0: If I'm United at the moment, I'm looking for a left back. I'm looking for a centre back. I'm possibly looking for a central defensive midfielder. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, yeah, I think I, they don't really need Sancho at the moment. Um, if you're a youngster from England, um, the place to be at the moment is yeah, like I think Stephen said earlier, it, it's the place to be is the Bundesliga. You've got the mm. likes of Jude better than playing really well. Uh, you've got um, youngsters like even at Bayern Munich now, and he, as well as Dortmund. Uh, that Jamal Musiala who scored for Bayern. Um, he's a German international, but again, he was he was he was um, well, based even, in Surrey. Even <laughs> though he's
1: not, even though he's not British, the number one for a young youngster doing well yeah. by Alfonso Davies, you
0: know? and Alfonso Davies, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you're Sancho, I mean, he's still young. Give have another year out of Dortmund. More teams will go in. also,
1: why would you, that's my point? I think next year, if United didn't get him, they're not because I think next year, with the market, when it gets back to being a bit, more... yeah, normal, more
0: people will be going in for
1: other Like Barcelona will have to replace Messi you know, they could take someone else and someone else would then replace the player they've lost with Sancho. You know what I mean? Like Salah could, let's say, go to Barcelona or Mbappe. You know what I mean? Like there's a few different like potential things. I think United have missed their window now. But yeah, I think both Manchester clubs need to make the right signings before the end of the window or they'll both struggle.
0: Could you see if, if, um, if Sancho does go next season, could you see Liverpool going in for him?
1: It always depends on what Liverpool do. What well, I means so Liverpool are very careful with like the kind of the how they organise their deals. They also tend to do them
2: very quietly, like under the radar. Yeah. Um, I had no idea Jota was trying to be Liverpool. I just saw it pop up. I was like, oh, didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was literally happening. around the same time. Like Thiago had been linked for ages, but Liverpool were pretty adamant about no bids or this. And then suddenly it was, oh, a bid's been accepted. They're paying this much up front. It's a four-year deal, and then. He was announced on Friday, then suddenly it was Liverpool close to signing Jota, like literally in about 10 minutes after the Thiago reveal yeah. trailer came out, whatever. Uh, that was being announced. So it was basically, a, he's either going to be announced Friday night or Saturday. and I believe he was announced around like midday on yeah. Saturday. So Liverpool fairly yeah. quick like that. So they could go in for Sancho, but it all depends on how, how they, well they do with competition this year,
2: yeah. selling players and how much money they got kicking about. So with United, how much do you think of it is that Solskjaer isn't like that sort of manager who will demand signings? Like someone like a Mourinho, he would go into a club and he would say, I want these signings. And if you don't get these signings, I'm yeah. going to kick up a fuck. Well, well, the thing is, Mourinho wanted a certain signings member as well and they
1: couldn't get them. Um, and he got
2: fired.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think the problem with United is the, um, the owners and the system with the boards and Edward Ward, I think it's not working. I yeah. think, for instance, like, Liverpool have got Michael Edwards, who does a lot there. Like Klopp doesn't really interfere too much in the transfer stuff. Like They've got a system. They look for players that kind of work in the way they play. So they're not looking for a big striker. They're looking for a player that, who's stat-wise and anal- analytics-wise plays in a similar role to Firmino. So he, that player can come in and start learning his, like under him, which is the signing of Minimino. You know, Jota's been brought in to kind of work because he's got a similar kind of stat basis Mane, beforehand... So, once again, you bring him in, you try and gear him to becoming a top player. The same way Mane's become at Liverpool, you know, he was a great player at Southampton, but he wasn't on the level he is now. Um, so, I think the problem is United aren't signing smartly. Like They were before. They needed Bruno Fernandes. They needed Harry Maguire. They needed Wan-Bissaka. Did they pay too much for some of them? Probably, but they got players they needed. And now it's like, oh, let's go get Sancho when that they don't need that. They don't, they've got, going forward is not United's problem. It's conceding goals. Sancho
2: doesn't fix that problem. Yeah. But they are. Um, it's the attackers who bring in that, uh, that brand money, and that merchandising money. That's the, That's the, Yeah, they're looking at like, big
1: name signings as opposed to, Yeah, I'm sure United aren't
0: too short on money.
1: <laughs> yeah. I just like to say, it I know, I know for a fact, um, quite a few United fans are frustrated by the lack of signings and they feel that, they need certain players because like United have been linked to like half the transfer sagas this summer and of besides Donny Vanderbeek lost them all if there was actual genuine interest like Tiago United were rumored to be linked to him at one point you know um I forgot his name Tottenham signing left Regular. back yep linked to United didn't get him countless others to be honest um I think United just need to prioritise and need to go, okay, who's, who can we realistically get right now? Could we maybe try and persuade, I know they've been linked to him, but could they maybe try and persuade Leipzig to part ways with Obramankano for the right fee? You know, Well, he's going to be a man in hot, hot, uh,
0: hot, hot form, hopefully, this season. A lot of teams are going to be after him come, come next yeah, year. Yeah,
1: yeah. But yeah, Not so yet. I think both Manchester clubs are in trouble unless they make the right signings before the end of the window.
0: Steve, what was the breakfast score on the weekend? I completely missed it. 3-0.
1: 3-0? field
0: Huddersfield, wasn't it? Huddersfield,
1: yeah.
0: I guess, of course. Did you have that predicted down as a win?
2: Uh, to be honest, the way we start seasons, I wasn't 100% confident, but it didn't surprise me that we won. Let's just say that.
0: Okay, cool. Well, let's hope your predictions get worse for now on. Uh, <laughs> as we move on to the fixture predictions. What a segue. <laughs> yeah. I had that all thought out in my head. Um, so we're going to go through uh, the next week of games and we're going to give our predictions. Some games look all right to predict this week. Yeah. Some, maybe not. So we've uh, got
1: Brighton vs Manchester United all the way to Liverpool vs Arsenal, uh, which is next Monday night because we're kind of just sticking to it as match days right now because it's just easier to keep do. track of. Yeah. Um, on that note, Brighton
0: versus Manchester United. Uh, let's start with you, Stephen.
2: Ooh, I mean, Brighton have I've looked pretty good so far. They actually have looked... I mean, I kind of feel bad about putting them at 17th now because I, I think they're actually going to finish higher based on just what we've seen yep. so far. Um, yep. But I still don't think they'll beat Mania. You know, I think it's going to be a draw and I'm going to say one all.
0: Okay, so you're not bad. Okay, interesting. Um, myself, um, I can't believe I'm saying this. This is great to say. I think it depends if Tarek Lamptey's back in the team because he came off injured yesterday. He,
1: he was excellent in that game though yeah. before he came off
0: he is, he is looking proper naughty um, But is, was that yeah. a
1: dealer since he started out on loan yep. Three no, million. no
0: pounds. we sold him we sold him for 3 million chaperonies um, so, yeah, <sighs> that's, that's looking
1: look. like a bargain for Brighton now isn't it
0: I mean he could potentially be a 30-40 million player by the end of the season it's a shame. that's what yeah. I mean
1: 3 million nowadays yeah. market is excellent
0: yeah and uh, I question Chelsea's judgement selling him and still loaning out other players instead uh, but if, if if it's the move that he wanted and he said he wanted to go, then fair play to him. I have all the respect for him if that's the case. Mm. Um, and I hope he does really well because he, he, he looks really well. Um, and obviously, we've seen him in the flesh play for the Chelsea under-23s and he looked great. So,
2: Yeah. Fantastic, yeah.
0: But uh, no, if, I, I, I think it looks like he, he's going to be injured for the next game, um, depending on how bad it is when he came off. So I'm going to go for Man United to win this. I'm going to go Man United to win 2-1. Um, and yourself
1: yes yeah, so, okay United won 2-1 um, this is a hard one because I predicted United to win 3-1 against Palace and they did not um, Brighton beat Newcastle 3-0 but you have to back United here surely I'm gonna go 3-2 to United 3-2 to two United yeah okay,
0: interesting. I don't think well, their defence can keep to
1: school. yeah like I said we've had such high scoring games so far so I feel it's not a outrageous bet
0: yeah and with that though let's, t- let's move to a top of the table clash shall we Crystal Palace <laughs> versus Everton uh. <laughs> um, Anthony let's come straight back to you what do you reckon
1: <laughs> yeah um, oh, this is a tough one because Palace are playing very good football but so Everton I'm going to go 2-1 to Palace I think just being at home will give them the slight advantage hmm I'm not 100% com- confident on that one, though, guys. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Uh, this is a tough one to predict because Palace and Everton have both won two games there, too. So, uh, but both of us all looked really good as well.
2: <laughs> yeah. Stephen, what do you reckon? I reckon this could be going to be another high scoring game. But I'm going to say Everton are going to win 4 2. Another hat trick for Calvert Lewin. on. Get it there. <laughs>
0: I'll Who keep him, I'll keep him as my captain. I'll keep him as my captain then. Um I'm gonna go if if Everton were at home, I would say Everton to win. Yeah. Same. I know I I I know we, we do the argument oh we've we got the same the home advantage at the moment, but I still think there's a little bit of There's
1: still the element there. of travelling and being unfamiliar and yeah.
0: this yeah. I'm I'm gonna go for two all. Two all I'm gonna say. So we all
1: have different winners. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Palace, Everton. You never really, especially with the way these two teams playing right now, you don't actually fully know because I, I see yeah. that as has been almost not. I think Everton are favourites, but I still think Palace. Palace can beat United at Old Trafford. They can beat Everton.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna get two all. Uh, moving on then, West Brom versus Chelsea. Um, basically, this is the game Chelsea have to win if they if they if they're gonna sort of. Um, have any got fight in them this season for, for the title race um, yeah we lost to Liverpool obviously we beat Brighton so this is a must win for Chelsea and this is a game where we need to start picking up so I'm going to say Chelsea to win
1: 3-0 So do we know if Chilwell or Thiago Silva are likely to feature in this game? Um,
0: the, the the report that came out today is that they um they're they're trying to get Shearer and Silva back in time for this game, yeah, and they might get some minutes in the cup game midweek against uh, okay, Rams. okay,
1: because dep- if those two are playing, it, that probably changes my thoughts on what the scoreline is going to be. Um, if those two are playing, I don't think Chelsea will concede the same way. But
0: also depends if we side a keeper in time.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm I'm going to hedge my bets. I'm going to go three one to Chelsea here. I okay. think.
0: I think we'll find the same for
1: our score.
0: I'm also going to say 3-1, one. One, Yeah, yep. an absolute howler from Edouard Mendy on his debut.
1: <laughs> he's going to um, pass it. He's going to pass it to Darkside um, yeah. like Chamberlain. He, he, I think this is suspension.
0: I think I think this is the game where Timo Vernon needs to score as well. Just needs yeah, to
1: get he, he's he looking. He's looking good, but he needs to start scoring because that's what he was brought in We well, need
2: better service, though. He needs better service. That's true, service. that's true. That's true.
1: Yeah, but a couple—he's had a couple of like clear chances that he's missed as well.
0: Yeah, well, I would not say clear, but yeah, I, he, I, met, he I missed the
1: basically open goal yesterday, Matt, in the first half. Okay,
0: oh yeah, he knew he was offside. Come <laughs> <laughs> Um uh, Okay, moving on. Burnley versus Southampton. Um, Southampton will they lose three games on the trot and start of the season, even though they finished off the season
2: quite well last year? Stephen, what do you yeah. think? Uh, no, I think Southampton won't lose, but I don't think they'll win either. I'm going to say a 2 all draw. draw. Anthony?
1: I'm going to go... See, because Burnley are missing Ben Mee and Tarkowski right now, aren't they? They were missing Ben Mee yesterday. I think Tarkowski was only a short-term injury. So I'm going to go one note to Burnley
2: taking a paycheck out
1: put their answer. <laughs> <Say that. laughs> the way he said that uh, well they're missing Tarkowski and me at the
0: moment so I'm going to go 1-0 to Burnley well no because Tarkowski
1: is <laughs> a short term injury so I think he's back but I think okay. Ben Mees away so
0: um, I've got the exact same as Anthony I've gone 1-0 Burnley we've taken Leafs out of Stevens <laughs> I'm, not, yeah, I'm, not the only, I'm,
2: I'm the only one not saying 1-0 to Burnley but it's basically been my thing this entire series. yeah Um I still don't,
1: I'm still not worried about Southampton I know I've had them that if they lose this game They'll have lost the first three But I still think Southampton will be more than good enough to stay up you know, I'm not worried yeah. about them I just think they've had a really tough run of fixtures To be honest yeah. um, Maybe one that's going to be a bit
0: harder to predict Sheffield United versus Leeds Obviously Sheffield play tonight what um, mm-hmm. are they on in the moment?
1: <laughs> they might, might be on at the moment now Let's, Let me check for
0: you I've lost track of time um, so yeah, Sheffield versus United, Leeds-United, that is. Mm. And what do you reckon?
1: I'm going to go 3-2 to Sheffield. High scoring game, I know, but Leeds defence still doesn't fill me with confidence, but I still expect them to get a couple of goals.
2: Okay. Um, Stephen? I think it's going to be another high scoring game. I mean, they seem to be having a lot of those right now. So I'm going to go for something a bit wacky. I'm going to say 5-3 to Leeds.
0: <laughs> what a great bet. I love that. I love that. It, why not?
2: If, it is, if it's
1: 5-3 to Leeds, Stephen, you get an extra two points this week. <laughs>
0: yeah. I say that's completely fair. Um, yeah, I think if I was to bet on this game, it would be both teams to score. Um, I'm going to go Leeds to win 2-1 in a bit of a surprise for Sheffield. I don't know why. I just feel like Sheffield might start off this season dodgy. I don't know. Yeah,
1: well they should pick That's up points sure. tonight
0: um, Spurs versus Newcastle if, uh, if I was talking to a mate who's a Spurs fan he'd say that Newcastle's a bit of a bogey team to Spurs But right. will they have any trouble this year? My mm. answer is no, I think Spurs are going to win this I think they're going to beat Newcastle 2-0 Anthony? I'm I
2: could say the exact oh. same 2-0 oh. so. Okay, okay sure. yes, go
1: ahead two um, yeah. well, Newcastle didn't look great yesterday and Jamal Lewis is still dead somewhere um if you saw that high boot yesterday.
0: Yeah, it was lovely. Oh. fantastic
1: <laughs> Um I yeah, I have Spurs to win this one. I'm gonna go three one to Spurs.
0: Okay, okay. A lot of girls for a Burillo side. Oh, I suppose they got five against Saints, but yeah, yeah
1: fair enough. K Kane is gonna be one of them though. Okay.
0: Um Will Manchester City will be playing Leicester City.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, they might not be because Grin one's got coronavirus.
0: Ooh. Also true, but they're going to play tonight, and they, well, as far as we know, so yeah, it would be funny though, wouldn't it? I think I saw late Orient. Apparently, they've got a few players who've got great so their game against Tottenham might be thrown thrown into jeopardy. Imagine
1: if like Man City are just like five games behind everyone by the end of the season, like yeah.
0: From now, yeah. Chelsea think they've won the league, but then Man City <laughs> have still got five games to play. Uh, yeah, <laughs> can't wait. Um, Man City versus Leicester City. Come with it, Anthony.
1: Leicester have started off the season quite well. They've looked pretty good. Um, we haven't seen Man City play yet, but it's Man City. I'm going to say four-two to Man City.
2: Okay.
0: Um, me, I've got Man City down to chore against Wolves, so they're going to have to bounce back. If that's my prediction, so I'm going to go for Leicester. To, uh, I'm going to go for Man City to beat Leicester. Three-one, three-one to City. I'm going for Manchester City. Stephen.
2: And I think they're going to score four goals, like Astley said, but I also think they're only going to concede one goal, like Matt said. So I'm going to say 4 1. There you
0: go. There you go. Good Best victory. of
2: both. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: West Ham versus Wolves. Will David Boys' head be in the right shape after Patrice Evra gave the most ridiculous punditry um, anybody's ever seen on the weekend? Uh, West Ham versus Wolves, Stephen.
2: Hmm. I kind of want to back course, but I also kind of want to throw a curveball as well. Um, yeah, you know, i I'm going curveball. to be. We've had a lot of high-scoring game games recently, but I'm going to say this is a nil-nil. Yeah,
1: interesting, interesting, Anthony? Well, West Ham. I think a lot of Arsenal fans would even say West Ham are the better team in their fixture at the, at the weekend. Yeah. Um, so I, I think West Ham still have it in them to stay up. Like with regards to how well they'll do this season. But I think Wolves are by far the better team. So, I'm going to go 2-0 to Wolves.
0: Yeah. Um, also, yeah, I don't think West Ham are in a great position. Uh, they were one of the ones that I've decided I think is going to get relegated. I think you two are slowly coming to my side, I reckon, anyway. It's the more that I comes out. My to
2: see. Yeah, I don't know yeah, why yeah, the sure. team must have been drunk. Or
0: <laughs> five or five. Uh, yeah, I mean, to be honest, uh, everything at West Ham at the moment has through Antonio, so... Yeah. Mm. I'm going to go Wolves to win 2-0 as well. Uh, I think Jimenez is just, you know, he's, he's he's looking good if I'm going for Wolves' first game. Two more. Fulham versus Villa. Anthony.
1: Oh, God. Um, I'll be watching paint dry instead of this match. Um, yeah.
0: Bit of an evil one.
1: I think uh, this game like just feels like a 1-0 to me. I'm not to trying to decide if it's going to be a Mitrovic penalty or a Jack Grealish penalty something no um, oh, that's exactly what I was thinking I was thinking it, I think it's 1-0 but I don't know to which side yet um, it's going to be
0: Mitrovic or McGinn or Grealish
1: <laughs> yeah it, it's not uh, um, I'm going to go 1-0 to filler. I think feller are the better team I think because they've been in the Premier League a bit longer as well so yeah 1-0 at feller
0: okay I'm going to go for 1-0 and I'm going to go
2: for Mitrovic and Grealish to score
1: 1-0 that's also a safe bet to be honest
2: yeah David. I don't want to give any of these two teams like a. I don't want to say anything good about any of these two teams You don't want to give them crap. a platform No, I, d- I don't want to defend any of these two teams Because they're both two of the worst teams in English football But I'm going <laughs> to say how you really feel. Um, I'm going to say Ollie Watkins to score header on his debut I'd love to see it
1: When his debut be tonight?
2: Oh yeah <laughs> He's got the other day. He's the other day. For Villa. Well, friendlies don't count. Friendlies don't count. <laughs> okay. What well, Wally uh, Walk is the scoreheader, regardless. 1 0 in the 18th minute. Okay. Half One okay. And last but not least,
0: Liverpool versus Arsenal. The big game yeah. of the week, I suppose.
1: I League think York this is a. I I think it's a very important game for both teams, to be honest. Liverpool want to. Sure, they're still like above a lot of the teams around them. They need to be went beat Arsenal. But if Arsenal want to be seen as a top four contender, they need to give Liverpool a game. They've had some good results against Liverpool recently. Um, but I'm gonna back Liverpool to win this one. I'm gonna say th- three, three one to Liverpool. And
0: <laughs> On that note, that's the exact same score I've got. I've gone I I I think Arsenal didn't look great against West Ham, um, and I think Liverpool. Yeah, they'll 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 have to win this. So yeah, three yeah. one to Liverpool is also my prediction. Right, uh, Stephen, and finally your prediction.
2: Um, hmm. I think Liverpool are going to score three, but I also I think know. Arsenal is going to score three. I'm going to say three all, three all,
1: three all. He's determined for Liverpool to finish in the projected spot. He has the <laughs> map. Matt, Matt.
0: Three all, man. Your predictions are wild this week, son.
1: You. If Liverpool win, they'll have nine points. When Steven's predict them to have got four. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's just really got a vendetta out, so uh, yeah. That is our predictions. Uh, Stephen, you can't go back on any of them. Hashtag respect. I'm confident. I'm locking in. I'm locking in. If we, okay. Put my money. Yeah. I'm curious.
1: I'm curious what you think, Stephen. Because I remember when we actually did do the, our predictions for the league table, you said Liverpool in third because they hadn't invested. You said if they signed Thiago, you'd have to think about, like, would that then change your thoughts? Well, now that again, they brought in Thiago and Jota, I'm not meaning, like, a, you can change it. I'm just meaning now. Like, if they brought those signings in before you made your predictions, would you probably, would you have them in a different
2: place now? No, only because I didn't realise how bad Chelsea would start. I think mm-hmm. If I knew... It wasn't the case yeah, of Liverpool be would be better. I think happy. I thought Chelsea were going to be better than they are right now. Well, yeah, yeah I, but, I think we yeah. got
1: trigger-happy with Chelsea. Yeah, well, that, I think you guys weren't the only one. A lot of people did. Um... But like I say, I know Chelsea would take at least a season. I think I think next se- I think this season Chelsea closed the gap. And then I think next season Chelsea
2: might, like I still don't session. think Liverpool are gonna win the league, but now I can definitely see them finishing second. Mm-hmm. And Chelsea finishing third. I can accept I second,
0: Stephen. I can't <laughs> wait for Chelsea to win the league this season. You two are gonna be so surprised. On that note, that's the end of the podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm Matt Perry, joined by Stephen Hall and Anthony Milne. We shall see you next week when we will go see through ya. the rest of the fixtures from the following week. And anything else that happens that is pretty big.
1: Yeah, who knows what will happen between then and then? At
0: bloody football, am I right?
1: Cheers for all yeah. little listed. And we shall see you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Cheers.